0: Hey, I'm one alone, and photography is dead. Long live photography! When I started photography, it was all I could do to afford equipment. My first camera, a Nikon D3000, was a Christmas gift. But after that, I was pretty much on my own. It basically used to take me cleaning out my entire bank account to get a new camera. And in spring of 2014, two months before I was getting married, I made the dumb decision to buy a Nikon D800, which was an absolute beast of a machine. This camera had 36 megapixels. I think the camera I was using at the time had about half that, and it was full frame. And for those uninitiated in these terms, full frame basically just means that the sensor is the same size as a 35 millimeter film negative, a crop, Sensor is smaller than a 35 millimeter negative basically a full-frame sensor just captures more data and the part of buying this Camera that freaked me out was that it was twenty six hundred dollars I had never really spent money like that before and now this is basically standard or just a really good deal for a modern day camera, equivalent to the D800. And I did one of those Best Buy no interest for 18 month deals to purchase it. So it was also the first time I had taken a financial risk of any sort. This camera now had the job of paying for itself in 18 months or less. Otherwise, I'd be slammed with all that built up interest. And I'd love to give you a more action packed story, but I paid it off in time with like six months to spare or something like that. Five years later, I upgraded to the Nikon D850. I think this one was like $3,600 or something crazy. This one had a 45 megapixel sensor and was much faster than the D800. The Nikon D850 may to this day be my favorite camera I've ever owned. But after four years of heavy use, it was time to move on. The shutter count was getting crazy high, and in all these years, I had never really had a backup camera. If I were to, say, drive to Amarillo, Texas with a friend, and my shutter decided to give out while I was on this long, desolate stretch of road on the Oklahoma-Texas border, I would have been screwed. So I bit the bullet and switched to mirrorless. I got the Sony a7 IV and a couple Tamron lenses. Camera technology has come so far over the years that really a powerhouse like the Nikon D850 was overkill. Between AI editing tools and all this new software, I can take a 20 megapixel image from the one inch sensor of a drone and print it to be 60 inches by 40 inches. In fact, I do it all the time. So I saved about a thousand dollars and downgraded a bit with the Sony camera. It has 33 megapixels, which is still a lot, and I know I have some non-photographer listeners to this podcast who are in it for when I get more philosophical so forgive all the nitty gritty of this episode I'm getting to a point don't worry the Sony is a perfect camera it just works and it works really well it focuses super fast it's small and light and it takes fantastic images but quite honestly it's super boring it's a workhorse and I love it because I can rely on it to get the job done in the past my Nikon was the only camera that I used other than some film cameras I use from time to time so it was my work and play camera. And I'd use it for family events and just to document life. Back then, there wasn't really a line between work and play that I paid attention to. I lived as if work and play were the same thing because I love photography and it was an important part of my life. But that was in my 20s. And in your 20s, work and play can be the same thing. And if there's any time to consume your life with an irresponsible lifestyle like that, It's in your 20s. I think the Sony camera being boring has nothing to do with how camera technology had changed. It's me that has changed. If I got a Nikon D850 today, I'd probably feel the same thing. I turned my life into an endless grind for a while where I would take photos for work and life and then come home, import the raw files, and edit them for hours. There became no difference between work and life. They were both, well work. I was putting equal work into working on the photos that I had taken for fun and the photos I had taken for a client. There was no end to it. And here's the thing. I love photography. I'm never gonna stop loving it. And in order not to burn out, I figured out a solution for myself. I need two cameras. A work camera and a play camera. The work camera has basic requirements in order to fill the needs of, you know, work stuff. The Play camera, however, needs to be fun, allow me to be creative, and I'd like it to be really small and pocketable if possible, and it needs to feel completely different from a work camera. So, enter my Fujifilm X-E4. It's a tiny little camera with a lot of power, but it fulfills all those requirements. It has built-in film simulations, so I can make my photos look like film in camera, rather than spending hours editing the images. Unlike Sony, it has my beloved double exposure feature so I can get back to one of my favorite techniques. And sometimes I'll take photos on it for weeks before unloading the card, but it doesn't matter. There are no strings on this camera. Years ago, I couldn't really justify the idea of owning two cameras. Now, I have to own two cameras in order to stay sane. So if you're a photographer like me and are absolutely addicted, meaning you can't just limit your photography habit to client work, I think you need two cameras a work camera and a play camera. Creating images for fun with the same workflow as the one you use for work isn't healthy for a long stretch of time, at least it hasn't been for me. Besides, having a totally different camera, one that's more limited, I think helps us be more creative overall. My Sony has almost no major limits, so it just doesn't simulate creativity like the Fujifilm camera does. Heck, I mean using your phone as a play camera is great too. Cameras are just so good now that camera tech is boring. Congrats, we did it guys. All the complaining in 2009 through 2014 about how I love this camera, but it would be cool if it had X feature, is kind of over. I'm sure there's more tech breakthroughs coming down the pipeline, but as far as most photography work is concerned, we have everything we could ever want. So now, in our free time, we just have to seek out some limits in order to stay creative, I think. Whether it's a smaller digital camera, or a phone, or getting into film, I think it never hurts to challenge ourselves in different ways. It can only make us better at what we do. Thanks for listening. And if you want to follow me and other projects I'm working on, you can go to willmalone.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at willmalone. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram at deadphoto podcast. And I'm trying to grow my Twitter. And you can follow me there at willmalone365.